The Coin Week podcast is brought to you by PCGS, the professional coin grading service. Win money and numismatic glory by being the first to submit W Mint America the Beautiful Quarters. The hunt is on for the last of this year's issues. Visit PCGS.com to learn more. Chris Leachy is a young coin dealer who operates GSA Coins and Jewelry in Corinth, Texas. On April 7th, Leachy got the kind of news that no coin shop owner wants to hear. He had been robbed. Despite having recently installed a new security system, a thief broke into his business, raided his safe, and made off with more than $75,000 worth of inventory, including his personal coin collection, which he started to build when he was just 11 years old. Now, unable to get a loan to infuse his business with cash, he faces an uncertain future. Chris joins us next on the Coin Week Podcast. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining me on the Coin Week podcast. Thank you for having me. We get news reports about numismatic crime all the time, but your story really hit home with me. You're a 21-year-old coin dealer that operates a retail coin shop, and you're also a lifelong coin collector. But now you're faced with the unthinkable. Both your business and your personal collection have been impacted by a burglary, and it's not clear whether you'll be able to recover from this. Let me first ask... How did you find out that you had been robbed? Um, so I um, uh, went in Saturday evening uh, to the coin store and was working uh, late. Uh, I had a security company come out and uh, install a new system, uh, changeover from my old system. And um, I left the shop about 11 p.m. on Saturday night. And uh, I planned to come back in about 8 the next morning. And um, I got uh, several calls from uh, blocked numbers and 800 numbers uh, about 7.30 uh, in the morning on Sunday, April 7th. Uh, when I called them back, uh, I found out it was the alarm company and also uh, the police in the local area uh, that were letting me know that my business had been broken into. And um, I... I really, you know, I don't know whether it was just the uh, the fact that it, it woke me up or that I just, you know, had the new alarm system put in, um, but I didn't, I didn't think it was real. I, I thought that, you know, either uh, somebody maybe threw a rock through the window or, um, you know, uh, some kind of vandalism, but I, I didn't really think that somebody uh, had, had burglarized and, and robbed the whole store uh, until I got, you know, in and checked the cameras. Do you think it is strange that this robbery happened so soon after you install a new security system? I asked this because when I looked at the surveillance video that was provided to the police and the local news, the thief seemed to know exactly where to go in your store and made away with practically everything you had of value. Well, yeah, and, and I, I don't think it was a coincidence at all. Um, I, uh, you know, have, have thought about it over and over again, and, and just a handful of my closest people um, you know, customers and, and whatnot, and uh, the security company would have any idea where, you know, my best stuff would be and, and how I organize and my hours and things like that. Well, a, f a few more questions about it. Uh, did he leave any fingerprints or other traceable evidence? Have the police let you know that they think they have a good chance of catching the guy? Were your coins even traceable? Or uh, do you think uh, 
the coins are gone forever. Um, I uh, I try to be somewhere in between optimistic and and realistic. Um, the police, uh, you know, I I have talked to them many times, and it sounds like they're doing everything they can um, to try and solve this. Um, he didn't leave any fingerprints, and uh, he did not have license plates on his car. Um, I have uh, reached out to all businesses around and tried to get security footage. Uh, I've reached out to most uh, pawn shops and, and coin shops, you know, within a, a significant distance and just let them know, you know, lists of, of items taken. And, um, you know, I'm just I'm hoping and praying that even if he was a professional at, at getting in and, um, you know, taking what he wanted, he might, you know, uh, not be as well uh, at getting rid of the stuff and uh, give it to a, a dealer that's uh, honest and, and will give me a call. In the surveillance footage, it seems that you had a pretty good look at him. Uh, we even see video of the getaway car. Uh, were the police able to see his license plate number or were there traffic cameras nearby that were able to track his path? There were uh, no uh, license plates on the car and no tags. And um, uh, he went through an intersection that only had sensors. Uh, it didn't have uh, cameras. And uh, going, if he were to go any farther than that, it's uh, a Dallas highway. And uh, with the number of cars, they said it's just impossible to, to try and track down who it would be that way. One of the things, unfortunately, that was lost, as we said, was your personal coin collection. Can you tell me about it and how you got started building it? Yeah, um, I started collecting coins uh, really when I was nine years old and uh, really started doing trading and uh, really understanding it a few years later. Um, my first uh, set was a typeset, uh, which I just worked uh, tirelessly to upgrade the condition and upgrade the um, uh, the the, uh, the dates that were in it, uh, for instance, the you know uh, type two buffalo nickel that I had in the set was a, uh, a three legged in uh, in high AU slider condition. Um, there was uh, you know the seated dime was uh, an 1860 O seated dime, um, just uh, just things like that where uh, it was a type collection that I was extremely proud of, and um, I think uh, you know many people would have been, um, you know, very happy to have coins like this in their collection, and uh, which worries me tremendously that they're going to be melted or um, disposed of or altered in a way that, that can't be redone. Were any of the coins that were stolen certified coins? And if so, have you reached out to the grading services to put flags on them? Um, there was a, uh, a big group of coins which I had just gotten back from ICG, um, Morgan dollars, uh, and I have notified, um, you know, with as many uh, serial numbers as I could, local dealers. Um, the uh, Buffalo Nickel and the Seated Dime were both, uh, I believe the Buffalo Nickel was uh, NGC graded, and I believe the Dime was PCGS graded. And, um, again, I put that in the, the list which I uh, gave to the, um, the Coin Crimes Division. As far as this... Uh burglary is concerned. I'm sure you always had it in the back of your mind that something like this could happen. So were there precautions that you took or that you wish you would have taken uh, to do? So what were the precautions? Uh... So is there anything that you wish you would have done differently to better safeguard your inventory? 
was in, always in the back of my mind that something could happen, um, and that's why I worked to get a security system and um, was talking to um, a lot of different uh, safe companies on what you know what could be done to to add a bigger safe. Um, I think that if I'd redone it, uh, a lesson that I would always think of uh, would be that in in most cases, uh, plan as if a robbery or burglary will happen. You know, my mind was, uh, you know, I guess optimistic that it's a small possibility and at some point I will try to make it difficult uh, to happen. But if I'd gone about it the whole way that um, everything that isn't lock and key and impossible to get to will get taken, um, uh, this probably wouldn't have happened. Are you going to be able to continue to operate your brick-and-mortar coin shop or will you have to shut it down? Um, I, uh, I'm trying to do, um, the store, uh, with that hefty of a loss, uh, I just don't know how to continue. You know, even if someone were to bring in valuable items, there's not, there's not much I could do, um, to make a purchase on them. So, uh, I've talked to the landlord about, uh, giving me extra time to pay the rent, but, but that's only a short-term solution, um. I, uh, I've talked to my local bank to see if I would qualify for a loan, and uh, they declined me. So uh, from here, I, I'm just, I guess, putting all of my uh, apples in, in the, the thought that he might get caught or, or the items might end up coming back to me. For the time being, are you still open? Uh, I'm, I'm in the store every day, um, and, uh, you know, customers have come in, uh, but I've mostly been just doing appraisals um, because, I you know, I let them know there's just uh, – not really cash flow or inventory to do much at this point. Our podcast community hails from all over the hobby in the industry. Uh, so if someone listening might know something about these coins or, or maybe want to offer some help uh, in the form of a grant or a loan or maybe let Chris uh, have access to some inventory that you don't need, uh, how, could, how could they reach you? Yeah, the, the store is called GSA Coins and Jewelry. And it's located in Corinth, Texas, uh, which is just just a few minutes north of Dallas. My uh, website is uh, gsacoins.com, and my email is chris, C-H-R-I-S, likey, L-Y-C-H-E, at gmail.com. Well, Chris, good luck going forward. You know, hang in there. You know, I'm sorry to hear about this uh, but it's just an obstacle, and uh, you have a long career ahead of you, and I'm sure that uh, many of your supporters, uh, both locally and maybe around the country, uh, may have some help for you, and, and I hope that you get back on your feet soon. I'm really uh, thankful for that. I appreciate it, Charles. Thanks. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends, and remember, you can download all CoinWeek podcasts for free from the iTunes store or stream them for free online on CoinWeek.com or on our YouTube channel. For CoinWeek, I'm editor Charles Morgan. Until next time, happy collecting.